everyone. It's Hannah Nieves of the Asian House Podcast, and we are back for another juicy and spicy episode. You guys have been loving the spicy episodes that we've been talking about, and I'm excited to do more of them. So today, we're talking about the dualities of marriage and relationships as a high-performing founder. This is going to be good. So there's a lot that people talk about online. And there's a lot that people do not talk about online when it comes to marriage and relationships, no matter what type of relationship that you are in. And if you're new here, you know, the core ethos of everything that we do at H and House and all of our brands as a whole is that we are redefining the way that we live and work. So it's not just here's how you scale this, you know, incredible business, but how do you integrate it into your actual life? And, you know, what I found, especially for women founders, is that the higher you scale, there are conversations that, you know, happen between closed doors or there's, you know, maybe even a lack of um, transparency when it comes to talking about them, when it comes to marriage and relationships. And this has a lot to do with society standards that we have been taught for so many years, especially being, you know, women founders where, you know, there, this, there's an expectation of, okay, you're running this powerful business. You're also, you know, managing a relationship at home. Maybe you have kids too, which adds another layer of complexity. And then you're expected to do all of these things in your household. So what happens, right? There's a lot of shame that comes through about needing support. And I know this from being in the back end of a lot of these communities and talking to other peers, there is a lot of shame when it comes to asking for support, whether it's at home, um, it's in business, it's with your partner and so on. And that's what we want to talk about. And, you know, when it comes to being a high performer, running a really powerful business, and also in a balancing a relationship, there's like the nuances that we almost have to take a look at and acknowledge as founders. And that's what I want to talk about. And I want to share my own personal story um, because I know that this could help other people. I know that this is a conversation that I've been talking to you guys on, about on social media and with clients. And I really want to bring this topic and conversation to light. So when I first started my business, you know, um, my partner and I, my husband and I, um, we had, you know, very standard, you know, um, nine to five careers. He's in construction. I was in corporate America. And, you know, I openly talk about this, but the dynamics of our relationship were almost like flip-flopped, right? He was making more than me at the time. Um, we had just gotten married and, you know, I was just getting the business off the ground and, you know, taking all the way back to that stage of our relationship, um, the conversations about money were very, very different, right? And I openly talk about, you know, when I first started these businesses, you know, I had to put a lot of trust in myself to get this off the ground. And thankfully, he was really, really supportive of that, which I know for some people, their partners might not be as supportive, you know, in this journey. So fast forward, um, you know, when I got this off the ground, which I openly talk about, I invested roughly $30,000 of consumer debt um, or credit card debt to get it off the ground. And I paid it off cash within a year. But I openly talk about the risk that I took to get this company off the ground. And, you know, for a lot of relationships, this could cause tension, right? This could cause um, a little bit of friction, especially, you know, when you're dead set on this vision 
vision and maybe your partner sees something else. So that was like our first instance of dealing with the dualities of, you know, getting into entrepreneurship and also being in a relationship. Fast forward, we start to see a lot of growth, right? And I remember coming home and, you know, sharing with him like, hey, we, we you know, we closed $500 today. And then it was, you know, oh my goodness, we have a $5,000 project. And then it was, you know, 10. And then it was, okay, oh, we have a $50,000 month, $100,000 month. And I, and I remember the conversations and the dynamics started to change where he was like, holy shit, like this is, this is really taking off. And Fast forward about a year into the business, we had massive growth, which, you know, we talk about, you know, the pros and cons of having massive growth. And one of the cons is burnout. And that's why I started this business. But fast forward a year later, I lost myself in the business. And I talked about that in recent episodes. And it got so bad where it impacted or started to impact my relationship in a way where, you know, my husband was like, I don't even recognize who you are some days because you're so lost in the day to day of everything that you're doing. And that was the biggest wake up call for me because, you know, when it comes to running a really powerful business, but then also, you know, being the breadwinner of our relationship it comes with a cost if you let it. And that's what I want to talk about on today's episode is like, how do you balance the duality and polarity of a relationship? No matter what type of relationship that you are in, how do you balance that when you're working and when you're not working? And I want to just share some of the things that have been really, really helpful for me. So the first thing is just open communication. You know, when the dynamics changed, when I started to become the breadwinner of our family, it also meant that our relationship and the dynamics at home were starting to change a little bit. And so what I mean by that, you know, coming from a Latin household and, you know, childhood where, you know, as a woman, like it is up to you to manage everything in the house. It is up to you to cook and to clean and to take care of kids and do all the things. And I realized I needed help. So whether that was hiring, you know, a cleaner every now and then or getting support with ordering groceries, I know it sounds so small, but the small things really help to free up time. So that way I was able to really be present in my relationship. So I think the biggest thing and the number one thing is to really let go of the shame and, you know, maybe uh, being vulnerable about like asking for help. Because I know for me, that was a really, really big thing. I used to question like, well, why can't I handle it all? You know, my friend does. Why can't I do that? And I used to put a lot of pressure on myself. So that's number one. The second thing is just communication with your partner as to what you're going through. And I think that's like the biggest piece is, you know, being open with your partner and sharing the dualities of what it is to run a business of this scale, right? My my husband is not in this industry. He's not an entrepreneur. And, you know, we had to have really upfront conversations about like, this is what I'm dealing with. This is the pressure that I'm going through. And this is the type of support that I need. Because when you take that masculine energy in your business, right, of get shit done and go, go, go and, you know, borderline hustle, which at some periods of business you just go through, If you take that same energy and pour that into your relationship, what's going to happen? Either A, the other person is going to recede and they're going to um, be a little bit more introspective and go within themselves because 
they can't also be that person for you or B, you're going to distance yourself from your partner. And that's what I experienced. And that's also what I see happening to a lot of high level women founders across the industry is that the dynamics of your relationships are changing again, no matter what relationship that you're in. And no one's talking about the dynamics of what it means to also grow a thriving relationship as a high-powered you know, um, founder. So communication is a big one. Letting go of the shame of asking for help is another one. And some of the things that have been really, really helpful for our relationship, you know, as we've grown is A, just getting clear on what both of our responsibilities are as you know, partners, um, in our home, but then also just setting clear boundaries. This is where I see a lot of founders fall short. What do I mean by this? A, we have this rule. There's no phones at dinner. It's a small one, but it really makes a big difference. You know, especially when you are so tied to your phone, your computer, it is so easy to, again, lose yourself in these small moments with your partner. So we have a very clear and strict, um, you know, policy as a couple that we don't take our phones out at dinner um, and we will leave them in the car when we go out. The other thing that was really helpful, and I fall short on this, so I'm not perfect, I want to share that is not bringing your laptop into bed with you, you know, especially if your partner is there. That's a really big one um, because it's so easy, again, to get so caught up in the nuances of business where then you start to isolate or you start to ghost, you know, your partner, even, even just like subconsciously. So we set very clear boundaries as to when the, the technology is going to be used in, you know, our relationship and our home. Um, And then the other one too is just having one day of the week, one day of the week where we're not focused on work, whether it's a day day or a date night or whatever it is, but it's something where you're able to like rekindle that communication because again, when you are on the go, go, go of running these businesses and adding kids into the mix here, adding a team into the mix, adding clients into the mix, it is so easy to spread yourself so thin that again, when it comes to your relationship, that's like the last thing that you're worried about. So we really make it a priority to make sure that one day a week, um, which we aim for more, but at least one day a week, you are focusing on your relationship, your marriage, and just really keeping that front and center there. And again, no one is perfect. There's no perfect relationship. There's no perfect marriage. But the nuances of being a high-performing women found, woman founder mixed with running the business, mixed with being the breadwinner, really changes the conversation a little bit. And I just encourage all of you, if you are maybe going through some things with your partner or you know your relationship or maybe you've been thinking oh my goodness like i finally feel seen now <laughs> someone gets me you're not alone i hear this all the time all the time from high level founders and it's a real thing and i think as an industry too we need to talk about this because Yes, you can scale the business, but at the end of the day, especially as women, um, when it comes to the way that we operate, like we can't operate our business 
as a man, right? Even just from a central nervous system perspective, our bodies are literally not even hardwired to do that from a stress management perspective. Um, and I think it's something that we as women need to let go of the shame around that, let go of the shame of having to compete and build businesses like men. Um, you know, I came from the world of commercial real estate where it was like the wolf of Wall Street. And I swore to myself, I would never run my business like that ever again, or just have a team like the dynamics um, of working in that industry. And I think it's one thing as founders, especially women founders, that we need to understand the dualities of balancing the masculine and feminine energy and just balancing the nuances of business and life. And that's why I'm so passionate about talking about this on here, because you know, you can have this incredible business, but it shouldn't come at the cost of your relationships and your family and your life. So I hope this was helpful for you. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you have any questions on this, or maybe, you know what you say, Hey Hannah, like I'm going through this right now. Send me a DM on Instagram at H and house. I'd love to talk to you. Um, and I hope this was helpful and I'd love to hear your feedback. So thanks. And I'll see you on the next episode.